Hi everybody and welcome to another edition of the Copcast Podcast. Uh, we're coming to you during the international break here, no football to talk about, but we didn't get a chance to sort of take a look at the, at the Champions League draw and also might be an idea this evening just to have a chat around our, our chances of making the top four. They're not totally unrealistic, they're, they're, they're difficult, but uh, I will get into it. Join me in the pod tonight, somebody who shouldn't be here, so I'll introduce him first. Dave Dunning, how are you? How, how, how's Super Nanny? If Dave disappears fun. during this pod, he's being Super Nanny. It's about as much fun as watching Northern Ireland at the minute, which is actually not, not fair. Hang on, you were singing we're, their praises two minutes ago. I, well, that's what I mean. I think, yeah, we, 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 were, actually, we were actually good against Italy. We, we, the second half, we looked like an actual football team. Um, I can I ask you a like question? Was was her fans in? No, there wasn't. That was shit. No, neither it neither was team. Shit. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I think uh, any football that you have a vested interest in these days is at least something to distract you from the monotony of day to day non existence. So uh, yeah, that that's all, been that's been my break so far. All, all, other than that, all good. All good, mate. Yes. How about you? Yeah, just the same shit, different day. Yeah, you know? I, with, with, the difference is mine's with sunshine. <laughs> Yeah, I could do with that right now. Uh, Let's get the fire lit for crying out loud. Well, look at the price head. You're coming into summer. I'm going into winter. And 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 next up, lockdown in Berlin. How the hell are you, Chief? It's been a long time since I spoke to you. I still here. Just about still lockdown. <laughs> I had to I had to check earlier to see if I was still breathing. I stood I stood against <laughs> the window and yep, steam came up. So it fogged up. It's all good. Um, such such as, an optimistic as, effervescent panel I have this evening. <laughs> so we're still hanging in there and uh yeah it's good to have a chat and looking forward to talking about uh the chances of going all the way in europe yeah we don't actually need to talk about games we can just talk about the prospect of games much 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 nicer and last and certainly not least jay reed in liverpool jay how are you lad very well. I don't do international football, so this week's been. You don't fine. do hairdressers either, but it looks. Like... <laughs> no, I certainly don't. <laughs> At least I've got it to cut, though. Other than the few lads on this pod who aren't, uh, but uh, yeah, and I haven't even watched any sports. And there's been various sporting events on over the weekend. I haven't even brought myself to watch cricket, or I don't watch rugby. I don't watch Formula One. So yeah, just getting out, walking the dog, enjoying the fresh air. Um, Hopefully we're getting some sunshine this week if the weather people are right. But today it's been miserable. Um, so yeah, you enjoy your sunshine and sure, I, whatever I else you're doing in Brazil. I, I lend you some if you need some. There, I'm a decent guy like that. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just a couple of days to get in the garden would be nice. <laughs> Rather yeah, than taking dog shit off. If you if you two days in the UK, it's, it's it's the old adage of the UK. If the two days of the weather I have at the minute, everybody be fucking complaining. Oh, it's far too hot. It's far too hot. <laughs> the old UK condition. Right, anyway, football, fuck the weather. Um, I'll come to you first, Dave, and, and we'll go, go around the table. Feel free to bail in anybody at, at any time. And, and, and we're, we drew Real Madrid in the last eight. And I don't, I don't, I don't know why, but it's just complete and utter lunacy on my part. But, Dave, I don't fear this in any way. Um, I think it could be the perfect quarterfinal for us in regards to Scores to settle after 2019 final and so on and so on and so forth. Would you agree? Or hang on, let me do that again. Would you agree? Yeah. Um, we talked pre-pod about the, 
the lack of influence that external factors have on on certain football teams and be that positive or negative um and you know liverpool thrive on external factors fans fans being you know the primary one there but i think there's something there's something here for for players to get themselves motivated about and worked up about and you know as Klopp sometimes likes to say angry about uh madrid that you know they're not they're not great you know they don't have a, like a real goal threat they don't have a ronaldo of a few years ago benzema's an excellent footballer but you know you could liken him to fabinho he does always he, you know he does most of his good work outside the box and linking the play um sticking the ball in the net's not not as primary quality as you would maybe think um, and they don't have the, the De Maria's or the Beals or, or that any longer. So um, obviously there's there's the Ramos, Salah thing going on. They have quite an age in midfield. It's had that same midfield for years now. You know, Cruz Modric. Modric is what, 35, 36 or something? Uh, and Casemiro. So this isn't the team that's invincible. This is the team that, that can be got at, I think. You know their weakness is is probably being really potent in front of goal, um, and that might suit us because although we seem to have stumbled upon something which is kind of working at the minute, three clean sheets in a row for the the two centre halves, Quebec and, and Phillips, and you know who and who is anybody? <laughs> you just have to laugh. you have to snigger, Dave, and, 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 and fair play to the Parliament, but, but but as we said pre-pod, if you had told us this at the beginning of the season, I know, but even. <laughs> Even saying it, even saying it out loud, sometimes you, you know you have to sometimes check yourself that this this is <laughs> this is the world that we're living in, um, and but it is. So I think I was pleased with the draw personally. I think people are really crying out for Porto. They look decent. They look really hard to break down, and you know they've got some weapons up top. And I don't think they would have been the the plum draw that every, everybody wants. Um, Madrid have so, to play football. That's that's the difference. It's your it's Europe, Dave, and I think that that in itself plays in into our hands. Yeah, there's certain expectations on them, isn't there? But again, I think fans in their stadium. And, and, and aren't they are are they away second? Are we at home second? Not that it makes any difference, but you, you know, I'm talking about for away goals and whatnot. You know, you, you would imagine that, that that they are going to 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 want to get a couple at home to go to Anfield in a better position, and that could play right into our hands. Yeah, maybe, but at the same time, with with the away goal rule, I know there's been a lot of talk about the away goal rule. I I like it, um, and I think what the away goal rule means is nil nil is by no means a bad result at home. If you can take nil nil to an away leg, I think all you're looking for is a score draw, and I think it's a far more favourable first leg result than people give it credit for. And the other thing, I think they are they're playing in the Castillas ground, aren't they? They're playing in the youth team's pitch at the moment. Um, whether they change that up for the Champions League, I, I don't know. I wouldn't think so. So I'm looking forward to it. And I don't, can't say that much. I can't say that about many things at the minute, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, indeed. Um, and Jay, yourself, um, you know, it's Real Madrid. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> European royalty, respect will be given. But, you know, for my money, I can't help but feel a little disappointed that the that Sergio Ramos is not going to get a proper Anfield reception fitting for up the man yeah. of what he deserves. 
Hmm. That, that, that's the big disappointment that you're getting off scot-free um, in that respect. But yeah, just 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 on the draw itself, I don't think we could have asked. I was I was delighted with the draw. Um, as Dave touched on, I think Porto this season in the Champions League look a little bit more steely rather than the the weak um, team that we seem to have put us, uh, aside the last few years. So, so they'll they'll. Jay, would you say they look a bit? Jay, would you say they look a bit athletical? Yeah, w- without. I don't know what what changes they've made. I'm not clued up on Portuguese football. I don't think many of us are, but they just look like they've got that little bit of steel and a little bit of arrogance about them where in the past, I think they've looked a bit flimsy where in games, especially where we've seen so once you get them one or two, they'll be Andy Crumble where it takes a a metal to go to Juventus and and keep battling all the way for 120 minutes. Um, And I don't think anyone's really put it up to Chelsea. We all thought Atletico would, but I mean, Simeone got everything wrong, I think, over them two legs. Um, so it'd be nice to see someone give Chelsea a decent game. Um, and that's by no means a dead rubber in terms of who goes through out of that one. Um, but on to us, I just think they've probably not made any changes from the time that we played them in the final, apart from a couple of wide lads, Vinicius and Rodrigo. Um, but other than that, the team is the team where if you look at what we've got from that final which we lost obviously we've got a much improved keeper well, up, up, up until up until Mo went off in that final we were done mid- no that midfield of theirs was shit in the fucking bed they were they were passing the ball out of play and they were shit in the bed basically yeah but go go through our team we've got we've got a new keeper and um, we haven't got Karius. Um obviously we haven't got Van Dijk we've now got the the, the cult hero of Phillips and Gabak which we'll probably get into um, but then our midfield on the night, from what I remember, was Henderson, Milner, uh, Wijnaldum, maybe, where we've now got Fabinho, who we signed straight after the back of that defeat, completely different midfield in total. Um, Thiago, probably relishing the fact of going to Madrid and playing them, know them inside out, and then whoever plays else, probably Wijnaldum. Um, and then we've just got the Jota factor as well, because... Again, we'll probably get into this later on, but he has brought something different to this team that we've been lacking severely in the past three months, but probably in the past three years where we've all said we just need something other than Divock, and Jota is that X-factor, and he's carried it through the international break. He scored goals the other night, so I don't fear them at all, and I think this could just be the lifesaver for this shithead of a season that we've actually lived through. Yeah, and nail yourself, um, Jay's rather up. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I think it'll be tight, but I kind of think we get through this, which probably means we'll fucking go out. But, <laughs> but you know, your reaction to the draw and 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 what you see from from Madrid. Yeah, I mean, I like the draw because obviously it's glamour straight away. Whether it's the best version of Real Madrid there's ever been or not. Um, it's Real Madrid and Liverpool Real Madrid is, is the tie of the round. Um, it's certainly the glamour tie. Um, they're also obviously, you know, has sort of has been, uh, been mentioned. They're not the best version of themselves at the moment. Um, they are currently third in La Liga, but they're in a, I mean, they sit in a nice position for us, I think. 
much they're close enough basically to the top to be in a title race. They're six points off Athleti, uh, with all teams having played six points. They're they're in third place, six points off Athleti, two points behind Barca, and smack bang in between the two games against us, they play Barca. So that's a that's a nice little twist, a nice little touch. So their focus they're they're not able to shift their attention and, and focus entirely on the Champions League. So so that's good. We have the tools to beat them, of course we do. And should we should we beat them, then it sends you know, to to co championship manager it's, it puts out a statement to the rest of Europe. <laughs> um, I, I, Neil, I, th- I think as well with you know the way the the the, the projected draw for the semi finals, you know we we would miss the the cities and the Bayerns, you, you know as well, and and then getting through that tie into a semi, where you know like let's be honest, coin flip. Well, you would put it like this: if if Liverpool beat Real Madrid, you would fancy them to get to the final. So if they're in the final, then. You know, given the history, you wouldn't bet against them. Move, move uh, over, Jimmy Traore, because really, not Phillips is coming, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, it's Jimmy Traore isn't going to be the, the the lowest quality defender to ever win a Champions League medal for for Liverpool. Hopefully, player. Um, huh? What player? Let's not limit it to defenders here. Outplay yeah, player. Outplay, okay, that's fair. Igor Bishkan. I, I raise you an Igor Bishkan. Yeah, there <laughs> No, there's no way that there's no way Bishkan was worse than Traore. But um, but yeah, the, the, you know. I, I raise you the, a Joshua. The, the thing about Real Madrid that has to be remembered amidst all this optimism, which is which is absolutely fair. Um, neither team is the best version of themselves at the moment, and in Europe, you know, anything can happen. There's for that game, neither team is going to be a massive favourite, put it like that. The, the bookies are going to be heads in their bets. Um, so, it, it's certainly not beyond the realms, but I would I would caution against, you know, sort of the idea that we'll just turn up and, and, and we'll beat that Madrid because they're not that good and they don't have Bale and all their old players and so on and so on. They're certainly capable and certainly in the Champions League, they're capable of getting a result against anyone over two legs. Um, they've said that their first leg is actually going to be in the Bernabeu now, I think. So the idea of it being in Budapest or something has kind of gone out the window. Although the second leg might be in Fortress Budapest. I'm not sure, not sure. Um, whether it be at Anfield or not, it probably won't. Um, but they are going to have home advantage. So it might be a little bit of a spur on for... For um, our lads to, to kind of, uh, I, I'd love Salah to go there and have, uh, you know, have the kind of game Torres did way back then. Um, I think he owes them it. And I think with that extra bit of needle, I think they they are, they really will want to, to get revenge for that final. And I think they're well placed to do it. As they say, revenge is, is a dish best served cold. And it's been long enough. Um so yeah, there's uh, generally I'm, I'm I'm pretty optimistic. I'm happy with the draw, as I said, because it, it's the tie of the round and it's the one everyone's really going to be going to be watching. Um, and I think we can we can come through it, but it's it could go to the wire. It could go all the way to the wire. You know, it could, you could end up extra time penalties, 
away goals, whatever, whatever. Um, it's not going to be easy. No, and we know how a red card can just, change a game. Just a wee Real. note on Benzema. <laughs> I know in general that he that he isn't the, you know the 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 Robert Lewandowski type, but he is he is on a bit of fire at the moment. He is bagging goals um, in at regular intervals just now. So um, he would be one to to watch, particularly if we if we do have to throw Nat in there, which seems likely that we will. A big He's got twenty seven this year. He's having a good year. The next top scorer for Real Madrid is Casemiro with six. So that tells you all you need to know about their team, I think, at the moment. Yeah, so keep him quiet. And and that's it. You're, you're done. So, Dave, Dave, moving back to you, realistic, like, come on, realistic expectations here. Can we win this championship? Are we stupid to even let our minds wander that far? No. Not at all. Um, right, bear, bear in mind, I, I know you know, we, we just talked Jimmy Traore, and you can you can you can throw in on that Phillips there. But to be honest with you, defender of limited ability who's doing the best that he possibly can, and stranger things have happened. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I think worst teams have won this Champions League, um, and I'm not just talking about Liverpool 2005. Um, we, United 1999, yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll, 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 not go, we'll not go down that rabbit hole. But worst teams, worst teams have won the Champions League, and they're, you know, they're looking at you're looking at Bayern, who are who are their right favourites in the bookies with the bookies at the moment. But they're conceding goals this season, Chief. I would be right in saying that in the Bundesliga, aren't they? They're not. Yeah, they're not all conquering. I mean, no, they're really not. They can they can be got at and. Um, they are in a title race, which is which is unusual for them. They're usually well clear by by now. Yeah, um, City, City are probably favourites. I think PSG look like Pochettino hasn't quite got there yet. There's been some dodgy league results, but Jesus, I'm you know, I'm afraid of them, Dave. And I know I'm afraid of them the same way I'm afraid of City because there's no fucking fans. If there were fans, I wouldn't be afraid of them. But there's, they're playing nice football. Yeah, they're playing nice football. But at the same time, before a penalty um, against Barcelona in Paris, Barcelona looked like they could potentially have got themselves back into that tie. So again, they have problems too. So I think. All, it all comes down to how well we can protect those two, and Fabinho's a massive part of that. And if we can keep Fabinho um, in the six with, you know, Thiago, it, it doesn't look like Henderson's going to make it. Henderson might not even make the Euros for the sounds of things. So, you know, Genie, Thiago, either side of that, and, and and that's that's experience, that's quality, that's tactically astute footballers that can help protect the back four. Um, a midfield of as, Champions League winners, it must be said. Be, yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. We know the quality that we've got at the top end of the pitch. Jota coming back in and seemingly hitting the ground running two goals, two goals for Portugal. So, yeah, we, we've got weaknesses there, but we've also got, you know, arguably the best goalkeeper in the world behind those two. So, it, it's a knockout competition, and if we can, if we can harness momentum um, and get some continuity in the team, because. We've talked about the quality of our centre-halves, and that's all fair, but I think almost a bigger issue is the 
variety and a number of partnerships we've had this year. There's been no continuity, and I think if we can get some continuity, regardless of the quality of players playing beside each other, and a settled team, a settled back five, back six, back seven, whatever you want, if you throw in Fabinho and Ronaldo in there, for example, then there's there's ways for this team to improve without changing any personnel right now because we might just be seeing for the first time a settled 11. No, I hear you. And, and, and it's been a while coming, Jay. And, you know, given the fact that this is basically it for us, it's the only thing left that we can win this season. Getting to the fact that, you know, we, we've got into the habit of making finals and winning leagues in, in the last couple of seasons. Like, you, you know, surely that counts for something. Yeah, um, it's five games in theory to win it, and you probably only have to win one of them. You could get through conceivably by a couple of score draws, a couple of nil-nils, and win the final. Um, I know that's been a very pragmatic approach, but that's the realism of it. It's it's a trophy that can be won. Um, I think I said probably a while back when we were going through that really rough patch that the Champions League was our only real opportunity to do it, and a lot of people scoffed at the idea. But I mean, we we do know our way around Europe, and as much as we are in a bad situation, no one would have wanted to draw us. Even the likes of Bayern Munich and PSG would not have wanted to draw us, even with obviously the the issues of defence and stuff. But I I don't see why we we couldn't go on and win it. I mean, my head probably says we won't because. Is, is the Van Dyke thing not, not bothering you? Because there was a stage, yeah, you know, I was I really confident, Jay. You know, just, I was really confident he was going to make it back this season. And I think I've changed my opinion to, you know, we're not going to see him till next season. And that's the best thing for all parties concerned. He's probably not going to go to the Euros again, the best for all parties oof. concerned. But for us this season, it's not great. It, it, I mean, the, the Dutch, I mean, Bill might be able to expose us a bit more, obviously living in the Netherlands, but the Dutch seem pretty confident that he's going to make the Euros. Um, and given that the final of the Champions League is the 29th of May, which is three weeks, I think, prior to the Euros start, and it's cut on it fine. Um, there's been no sort of social media coverage of Van Dijk in the past 10 days, two weeks, where up until that point, we were probably getting videos every week at least. Um so no one knows exactly what he's doing in terms of training, where he's up to. Um, that that That's the only thing. I think even if we would have had, we said it before, a pod, if we would have had Gomez or Matt, if just one of the lads fifth for the rest of the season, it would have been a different outcome. But just going through this campaign in the Champions League, if we just would have had a fully experienced centre-half who's been the distance in this competition back there, it would be a massive help. And, my heart really wants us to do it, but I just think we could just fall short with the quality that we have at the back compared to the attacking talent that's on. If we got all the way to the final, the attacking talent's on the other side of the draw. Dortmund unlikely to get there, but you've got you've got Haaland at Dortmund, he won't get there, but City we all know about. PSG, enough said about Mbappe and Lewandowski at Bayern Munich. I mean, you don't want any of them. Against our back line, um, and that's just a fear. Well, you can take if you're going to have to face them, face them as a as a one-off. Final. That, that 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 that's just a fear. Is 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 on the day 
the big game players that they'll just turn up. But you know, as as we've all said, we've we've won it with worse teams. The likes of Jimmy Taylor and Igor Bishkan have got Champions League final medals. We could do it, and I think we're going to get into the top four next. And I'm torn because <laughs> because the Champions League wins you the Champions League to get you back in it, but where do we put our eggs? I know we're coming to Easter, but which which basket do we put them all in? Because it's a very it's a very hard decision because we, we could conceivably go on a run and get top four, I think, very easily. But then the Champions League is just as possible. Yeah, and, and that top four, like, well, we'll come on to it in a minute. To, to me, it, it, it's reliant on us picking up some kind of form which we've been devoid of since January the whole year. Uh, so that's it. But, but I want to give Chief a, a shout on on uh, the cha- what what he rates. Because, you know, I'll probably say you, as we always say, Chief, you probably see more of Bayern through default than, than we would. And, and they seem to be, you know, the way the draws panned out, that seems to be the word. Them or City, you know what I mean? Because City could just as easy do a number on them. Uh, I'm just wondering where you think our chances lie. Um. <clears throat> It'll be interesting to see if it, because obviously we look at, you know, I think everyone's guilty of it. You know, you look at a draw and how it could possibly open up and you go, right, well, they're better than them. They should win. So they'll be playing them and we could play them in the final. But it often, I mean, you do it with your World Cup planners, you do it with your Euro group planners, all of it, everything. And you do it with the Champions League. It's no different. But it, it doesn't always work out how we would all expect it to. Obviously, we expect City to go through against Dortmund and Bayern to go through in their game and for it to be City-Bayern in the, in the semi and for them to slug it out and you know one of them emerge victorious to play potentially us in the final. Um, and it could very well happen like that, but I, I just I don't know. I just don't know. I think... I have a, f- a funny feeling that Dortmund will take the lead against City and they may even go a couple up and I just want to know how City will react in the Champions League in the, in a in a quarter final to a setback like that because I just think with Haaland on the pitch the firepower they have I just think they'll they'll score against them. So we'll see how it goes. Probably City will get through and if they do City against Bayern is is a coin toss. On paper, paper, yeah, they're very evenly matched. But in on European experience, you've got to say Bayern Munich are going to win that every time. Miles ahead, miles yeah. ahead. And European royalty against I was betting on it now, if that match were to, is happening, and I'm betting on it now, I'm, I'm taking Bayern. You know, they're going to go through. I would say. So then. If we are in the final, then I would imagine I would imagine Bayern Munich are getting to the final from that side of the draw. That that's that's my tip, and my other tip being a Liverpool e- fan. Even, would be that even though you're saying that they're leaking goals, and considering the firepower PSG have, the firepower that Man City have, it, 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 I think I think you're I, I don't think it's as clean cut as that. I just think I think we're I think we're dismi- I think we're dismissing Chelsea here a bit too. Um, I don't, I, I, I a bit too prematurely. Really, really gotten on no, the, again, the, for experience, Dave alone, I would discount them. They're not yeah, we haven't really gotten on to, to speaking about about Chelsea or Porto, but 
for the purposes of this conversation at the moment, I mean, I would I'm sort of going to leave them out because if we beat Real Madrid, we're we're beating Chelsea and we're beating um we're we're beating Porto. Um, for me, uh, Chelsea are okay, but they've, they've you know Tuchel's failed at the big hurdle once. Uh, I don't think they've, they've, they'll have it when it when it really comes to the, to the European thing. The no fan thing might help, but I don't know. You might be right. They, they could surprise us all, as I you know as we, we mentioned earlier. It doesn't necessarily pan out the way you, you think it will. I fancy us though on our side of the draw. Just do you see? I, I just if you beat Real Madrid, I can't see us losing a, a semi final against either Chelsea or Porto. I just, but, I could, if, I if, if I give you the choice. It. To pick your winner from from who who would you prefer to pick, to play from Chelsea or Porto? I'd obviously prefer to play Porto because I just don't think they're anything like being on the level. I mean, they they may look a little bit steelier, but domestically they're way off this season. Um, they're not really a strong Porto team by any real stretch of the imagination. The Champions League is their sort of only hope of of silverware this season. Um, and I think we're just better. I think every team left in the in the draw is is better than them, um, and whoever gets them is happy to have them. I think Chelsea will probably put them out. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that one goes. But if if it were us getting through, then the in the final, I think it'll be us against Bayern. Um, I wouldn't like to have beat Real Madrid and get knocked out by Chelsea. That would be that'd be a bit of a sickener. Uh, I'd have to say. Yeah, it's been put out by an English club. It's never. Yeah, never it's good. horrible. I, well, I, we we are the we the one thing we have that nobody's taken away from us and can't sort of really unless things change drastically is that in the Premier League in England Liverpool is the European giant. Oh, and there is only one. Absolutely. We are we are the we are the European giant, and if we start getting knocked out by other English teams. Pfft, that, that comes under threat. It doesn't look good. No, it's not, can I it's just good. jump in on you what can. you said about City and how they would react going a couple of goals behind? The first leg is at the Etihad or is deemed to be City's home game, whether that's in Budapest given the situation of COVID and what, whatnot. But Dortmund done it to Sevilla in the first leg. They went to Sevilla and Harland as a hat-trick and instantly put the pressure onto Sevilla. Now, we all probably expect City to come through, but I think you said, how will they react going a couple of goals behind and the away goals, which, which for me is, is quite we ha- big. We haven't seen it, Jay. We ha- and exactly. this is what I was thinking when when Chief, when Chief was saying that. We haven't seen them go behind, and especially a couple of goals. And I just wonder, do they even know how they're going to react if they go a couple of goals behind? Because it's not a situation they find themselves in. Yeah, and, and also that's Champions League where they go off. Oh, fuck, here we go again. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. There's that, that too. Yeah, it's that self-fulfilling prophecy in that isn't game. It? And it will be in Budapest or somewhere because the Germans won't let German teams travel to the UK. Definitely not. So it'll be at a, a neutral, a neutral venue. If they were to go a couple, a couple down, you know, first half of of the Champions League quarterfinal, it will be that. Fuck me, not again. You know, they'll they'll feel it. I think. So it's going to be interesting. If I'm, if I was putting a bet on that, I would actually bet on both sides 
because I fancy fancy Dortmund to get a couple of goals up in the game actually and, and you wouldn't back against City having enough to come back because Dortmund are, are dodgy at the back leg. But it's going to be a funny one. It's going to be it's going to be a fun one. Well, speaking of fun things, going back to you, Jay. Top four, it's not beyond the realms of possibility, but given our form throughout the year, 2021 calendar year, we haven't set the world on fire. We are due to get a bit of a run going. It's been absolutely ridiculous what we've gone through. It can't, you know, from now to the end of the season, it, it's impossible to let ourselves believe it can be that bad again. We cannot continue in this vein. So there has to be an upturn. We've sort of saw a little resurgence, a couple, couple of clean sheets in the last couple of games, um, signs that maybe the world's turning a little bit. But the question I want to ask you all, basically, is it is it too little, too late? All right. Uh, so, yeah, I would say why not go for it? Because given our league form prior to this being a bit shit, but we've got a three-week break, which we probably needed. Um the South American lads have not gone away. The African lads, apart from Manny, are, to my knowledge, are only playing one game each. I think Kate is probably back to be in training, probably tomorrow as we record, which will be Monday. Uh, I think Manny is the only one left to play on Tuesday. And it's a bit of a dead rubber in terms of Senegal. So hopefully, if he does play, it's 45, 60 minutes, gets the job done, gets on the plane and gets back home. Um other than that, out of our starting eleven, Robertson has had a couple of games for Scotland. Obviously, captain, he's played a lot. Um, Kabak played ninety against Holland for Turkey, but then was on the bench for their recent game. And Jenny's obviously playing for the Dutch team, and Jot has played for Portugal. Other than that, we're probably pretty fresh. Um, and then just what we've got ahead of us, Arsenal. You'd fancy it. Um, they're quite fragile in terms of mentality and defensively um, it's away from home and given what we've been going through it's probably a blessing in disguise and that is then going straight into Madrid which is on the Tuesday but then we've got a four day gap before we play Villa on the Saturday which is at home and then we've got another four day gap before we play Madrid in the return leg so we've got time to get the lads recovered and play again and then we finish the month with Leeds and Newcastle I mean I'm not picking up with the club's fixtures because I know it's been touched on in previous pods but we have got on paper the best running and if Chelsea do get through the Porto tie they're also in the FA Cup they are going to have a backlog of fixtures so they are probably going to drop points Leicester are probably all in for the FA Cup they will then have a game rearranged which I think is round about the end of April could be the 17th when we play Leeds is that scheduled game for the FA Cup semi-finals, which is an opportunity for us to put three points on the board when Leicester and Chelsea, you are basically our main targets. I know West Ham are in there too. To put points up against them where they've then got to claw them back. and it, It's a bit of a hard task because if Chelsea are five points ahead of us. I think Leicester are 10 as the league stands at the moment. So but even United are not, it's not insurmountable. Don't get me, you know, the, like if yeah. you look at how United got third last season, which was, you know, after COVID, it was a fucking miracle. Um, United just, as shit as they are, they just seem to get enough done. Like, they've lost four games all season, which is only 
that's the basis I know, but would, wouldn't, wouldn't it be, be ironic if they fell away the same way as they came on you know, they, they, just, they just won't and we, we probably all know deep down that the United just won't they'll just they'll just do enough to get through and they'll probably go deep and probably if not win the Europa League because they've knocked out probably the best challenging team and probably in terms of Eastern Milan but uh, and, and they've also given Ollie a new contract, which shows their complete lack of ambition going forward, which is great. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Leicester's the one that we could get because they, they've got a really hard run in at the end of the season where they've got to go and play the likes of Spurs and Chelsea, which teams in the round is, is going to mean drop points somewhere. So I, I think that that's the one we've probably got to aim for because Chelsea under Tuchel just look a lot more solid and they'll probably pick up enough points to be in there. I think Leicester is the is the, the target, given how far ahead they are that we've got to aim for, but I, I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that we can catch them. No, interesting stuff, Jay. I'll come to you, Dave. Um, uh, you know, Jay's sort of alluding there that Leicester could be the best chance to drop out, I, and I, I, I tend to agree with him. Um, you know, <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. No, I do tend to agree with him. I know you do. Uh, well, poor manager. What can I say? <laughs> poor management. That's that's all down to poor management. Uh, no, but really, you know, working end of the season, and it's been a condensed season. They've had a run in Europe. They've got gone in the cups. You know what I mean? Tired legs. I think we need to be looking at Chelsea. To be honest, uh, ten points. Ten points is massive with nine games left. It's huge. It's four results. We're looking Leicester to drop points in, in at least four games and potentially five and us winning all of ours. That looks like a mountain that this team La- is on Last season it looks like moment. wee buns, Dave. That's the difference. Yeah, but put it this way. Put it this way. We haven't put a run of results together all season more than three games in a row and I think we've done it once. We've won three games in a row once and we haven't. That, that's it. So if you're expecting this team to go on a run of winning nine games, I'm not sure how realistic that is. Um, even if we improve, if we can, if we can win, if we can win seven games out of the last nine, that's unbelievable. Given our but, form, but and you given, don't have much. You, you think we should be? Are you are you in the, the eggs in the Champions League basket? Because you're sizing like you're wavering that direction. No, I think I just think I think you're I think you're naive to uh, to think that Chelsea are our best chance. I don't think Chelsea are going to drop ten points on us by the end of the season. I think, or sorry, Leicester. I think Leicester look to have learned lessons. Leicester have a great squad. They're doing it with a half fit body. And the Atos come in, or Ian Atos come in in the form. Um, they look like a really solid outfit actually at the back with. Evans, Fafana, and Soyuncu. Chu. They've got a dearth of options in the fullback area. And Didi's back fit playing well. They've got a really good squad, is what I'm trying to say. You know, um, Tillman's again, you know, they absolutely annihilated United in the FA Cup. Absolutely annihilated them. And as you rightly said, this is a team that's lost four games in the league all season. And they took them to pieces. To pieces. So. I think Leicester are there. I think Chelsea are our best our best shot. Yeah, we do have the best running on paper, but looking at it this season, we need to get our home form sorted out, and it's going to come down to our home form. And the one thing, like I said earlier on, is we haven't had continuity with the starting 11, and certainly a back four all season. And I just think that as ridiculous as it sounds, 
having nailing their colours to the mass with Quebec and Phillips at the back as a back two just for the rest of the season is probably our best way forward. And we might just sneak in. But like I say, we, we, we now have to go and do something that we haven't done all season, which is put a run of maybe five, six wins together. Or certainly six, seven wins out of nine games. Dave, I'll just give you Leicester's fixtures that they've got left. They've got City, the return mm-hmm. of the weekend. Then they go to West Ham. Then they've got a game to be rearranged at home to West Brom, which you'd probably say would be a, a banker. They play a home to Palace. Again, you'd probably nail that down as Leicester win. Go to Southampton. I wouldn't say that would be the easiest game given Southampton troubles. They've won one, they win one in 12 in the league, but anyway, carry on. Yeah, I mean, just, just got to, they've got something to play for. Um, Newcastle yeah, I, I just think if you... Yeah, they probably win. Then they go to Old Trafford, go to Sanford Bridge and host Spurs as the last three games in the season. So yeah. if, they, if they've got games, they've got points they've got to play for, along with those three teams who are all in the round, the, the Champions League shout, there's points dropped all over the board. And 100%. That, that's where we, we could sweep in. And again... You're looking at maybe if they lose to City, United, Chelsea, Chelsea and Spurs, that still means we need to win all our. They games. only need five wins. They Chelsea yes. left nine games. If they win five, they hit seventy-one points, and that should take them clear yeah. into the e- top even four. Even if they lose and four games, I'm talking about the, we need to win every game. To beat them by like what? What be two points ahead of them or something? Yeah, we, yeah. we listen. We're looking at the top four, and we're talking about Champions League, and and I fully agree that we we shouldn't be writing off the league. We should be we should be trying to win every game, and we should be trying to get as many points on the board as possible. If for nothing else, then momentum going into the next season. But really, you think around semi-final time, Neil, that that may, you know, if we're, if we're, you know, obviously there'll be a, there'll be a gap between getting the quarters done, and if we made the semi and we're still in that position where maybe with seventy-eight points to make up, do, do do we put all our eggs in that basket? That I, I mean, I, I I don't know how much you need to. Um, I think if we get to the semi-final, we probably will. Uh, if we need to prioritize, if there's a situation with with with. Um, Rotation needs to be done, or injuries, or prioritizing, you know, resting players for the for the Champions League. I think most likely we probably will do that. But re- listen, realistically speaking, there are nine games to go, right? Chelsea are unbeaten under Tuchel, but they don't win every game. They've drawn quite a few as well, so they probably won't go unbeaten for the rest of the season. But if you extrapolate that form, because he's already had his nine nine games and they're unbeaten, so double that up. Um, and say they win five, draw four, you know, we need to win seven. We need to win seven and draw two. So we need a, a no matter what, we need a fabulous run of form to have any chance of sneaking in because we've left ourselves tons to do. There is a chink of light, I think, with Chelsea. I agree with Dave on the Chelsea front. I think Leicester are just too far ahead. I, I, I just think, as I said, they only need 15 points and I think they'll get that. Um, you just look at Chelsea and there's just a little run of of shitty fixtures. Well, for them, not necessarily in general. They've got a wee run coming up. Um, so first of all, they've got, 
you know, they've got next game out, they've got West Brom, so that's a banker, and then they've got the first leg of the Porto game away, and that'll be in Portugal, I think, because I think they're playing all right in Portugal. Um, but then they've got, they've got Palace, then they've got Porto again, then they've got City at the weekend in the FA Cup semi, which is massive for them, and then they're away at West Ham. Now, they've got a week for that, for the second, for the West Ham game. But West Ham's a bit of a bollocks for them. Palace has been a bollocks for them here and there. They've got City. And then they've got the, the their their actual derby against Fulham the week after that. Fulham absolutely scrapping for their lives. Um, so there are possibilities because after that, after the Fulham game, their last three games, Neil, uh, Neil, if they were to get they've, through... they've, got to to, they've got to go to City, they've got to go to Leicester. They've got to go to Arsenal, so there are. But where does the semi-final if they if they get through past Porto, where does the semi-final sit with dates? What games does that affect for them? Because that's that's a that's a prudent point as well. I've well, got what, an idea for you. What date? What date is it? The semi-finals are either side of Chelsea playing Man City if they get through, and us playing yes. United. So that's massive as well. So there is the potential they could just by virtue of the fact that they're in sort of high pressure. Games because they're the you know the the business end of competitions. The game, the league games around that are shitty, niggly ones that they're not going to want. They're Fulham, they're West Ham, you know, they're Man City as well, a big one. So there is there is potential for them to drop. I I think Leicester are none of our business to be honest. In fact, I'd be getting behind Leicester to fucking beat Chelsea a couple of weeks before the end of the season, give us more of a chance. Um, but yeah, I'm on that boat. I'm on that boat with you, mate. Yeah, because there is a there is a there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's a chink of light there with, with Chelsea. There is potential um, for the wheels to fall off for them a little bit, and that would be great. Because to be honest, I don't think Chelsea deserve to be there. Uh, of all the teams in the top four, you would say that certainly Leicester deserve to be there. I don't think any of us think United deserve to be there, but they are going to be, as Jay said, and obviously City do deserve to be there. But um, if we could just pip Chelsea at the end, that would be that would be class. But hanging in there is massively important. And as Dave Dunning said, we've got to do something we haven't done all season. We've got to start putting wins on the board back to back to back to back. So let's see. I do think it's I do think it's in our hands. I think Chelsea will drop the relevant number of points to allow us in. But we need to, we need to take it. We need to go out there and we need to do it and we need to show. Will you show it in the pitch? Well, how much? How much, does, how, how, how yeah. much does Fabinho moving back to the midfield? You think help us in that regard? I think Jota's. I think Jota's the big one. I Do think Jota's. Bella, I yeah. think Jota, Fabinho moving into back into the back into the midfield is huge. But I think Jota is the big one because again we keep we keep reverting back to the centre half conversation. But the, the reality is that we haven't been putting the ball in the tent enough. We haven't been scoring enough goals. It's as simple as, and Jota can Jota can resolve that problem for us. You know, he goes away, off in particular, just just glances to two different headers and bang bang, and we've seen him do that for us as well. He's, and if we need to go, he's on, lethal he's, at the moment. He's just finding yeah. his his goal scoring touch. He bagged a hat trick in the last international break as well for them. It he's, just um, looks like it just looks like he has what is, is he twenty four. It just looks like he's taken a leap. 
And it's weird. We've seen players do that when they've signed for us before, whether it's whether it's in their head and, and you know, they think Co- they the, the company they're keeping uh, is, is the company they're keeping as well. A hundred percent. But what it does for their their own personal the self-esteem or confidence or whatever, where they're thinking to themselves, well, these guys know footballers. You know, John is think, think probably sitting there thinking, going, these guys know footballers. They do more analysis than anybody. Their transfer record in signing players is next is second to none. So if they if that team of all teams think I'm a good player, I must be a damn good player. And that seems to have elevated them up to another level, both for for us and for the national team. And I think the goals and performances he's putting in for the national team I think is even more significant because that's showing that he's taken that confidence and that self belief even away from the club, where it's not just the players that he's playing with and playing around. He can go and he can do it for them as well because he's just decided I'm actually really, really, really fucking good at football. Yeah, totally. And whatever, whatever we're gonna do, it all starts obviously on on Saturday, and it's it's massive. It's a massive game away at Arsenal. We need to come back. We've shown before when we've had prolonged breaks that we've been rusty when we come back, and we've not we've taken a few games to get going. There's no room for that. If there's any chance of top four, we've really got to be flying out of the blocks. And, well, and well Neil, there's, there is a difference because we weren't what you would call setting the world on fire going into the break. So maybe this is true. Maybe, this is, you, this is you know maybe maybe this this is this is going to be the reverse psychology of our normal sluggishness, and maybe we'll come back fire and the break will have done us good. Yeah, well, I hope I don't care about whether we're firing or not. I just care about. Just go. Points. It's now points. It's now points. By hooker, by crook, by digging in and scrapping it out and grinding it out and being. Yeah, but I don't care. Hustle. I don't care if we grind it out. I don't care if we play virtuoso stuff. I, it, it doesn't bother me if we. Yeah, performances are irrelevant at this stage. We need the points, but that's the main thing. We need to show that we've refound that grit, rediscovered that will to win you know refuse to lose essentially that's that's what this team did and um it, it needs to find that 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 metal again and start putting the points back to back as we said um but a huge few weeks coming up in terms of the league obviously the thing we will know on saturday is chelsea play a half 12 leicester play man city a half five and we play arsenal at eight so in terms of the teams that were were chasing down they they would have played before us excuse me and then the week after we play before them we play on the Saturday on the 10th um, at 3 o'clock we play Villa Chelsea play straight after us against Palace away at half five and Leicester go to West Ham the week uh, the day after sorry on the Sunday and then the following weekend is the FA Cup final uh, semi-final games where they're both involved so in effect we can put points on the board from the 10th of April, we play before both of them. And then the weekend after, we play when they both don't play. Those two league games there are crucial for us to put six points on the board where the pressure then flips a little bit more onto them rather than us being the chaser. We haven't really got that much pressure apart from our own internal pressure. Yeah, we need nine yeah, I think from them. Arsenal, Arsenal, Villa and Leeds, we need nine from, basically. Yeah, I think if we can go and put 18, 19 points in the board, I think we'll 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 get over the line. But you, you don't you don't you don't think like what what Chief just said there, Dave, about you know putting the, getting those ni- next nine points, and if we get those next nine points, 
you know, winning three in a row, it, it plays into the psychological aspect of, of your Leicesters and your Chelsea's. And I, and I think it's about because for them, you know, they're sitting there and, and you know, we're we're the hunters, basically. But we're hunters that they know that we can put that we, you know. We have the squad that we don't lose again this season. We, we, you know, we, we have shown and demonstrated over over three seasons that we have the capability of doing that, and that's got to be in the back of their minds. You know, we're 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 looking at it solely from our perspective, but if Liverpool starts putting a run of results together, it might have an effect on those two. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I think if we can get 18, 19 points on the board, and that's a, and I think that's a big big ask. Or hold on, not 18, 19 points. What is there, 27 points left? If we can put 27 points. So if we can put 20, probably 23, 24 points on the board. But this is something I think I said before. I think it matters where those points come. I think we need to, I think you're right. We do need to put those points on the board early and get ourselves into a position where there's self-belief and we've got a target and we actually take a look at the league table. Just ask, just maybe ask the one weekend. You know, realistically, all it takes is for us to win one and Chelsea to lose one, and it's down to two points. And all of a sudden, it's just one result. It's just one result, and that can that could give us the kick that we need, and that could just start setting the seeds, sowing the seeds of doubt, and setting some anxiety in the Chelsea squad. But ultimately, like I say, we have to do something we haven't done all season, and Chelsea have arguably the best squad in, in the Premier League at the moment. And do you know what? You that, can maybe that, say that's Chelsea... That's the Leeds game, Dave. But it, they, they, the, they do. The Leeds game when they got the semi-final. That's when we've got to put the points on the board. Yeah, yes, but, 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 but hold on. But it needs, but it needs to start it needs to be backed up. Oh, yeah, of it course. Needs to, it means. needs to start with Arsenal. And that, that, that Arsenal, weekend you need to come back. Game. You need the three. Then we're... Because we're playing behind them. So if, if they both win... We need the three just to stay in touch. Then, as you said, we're playing ahead of them the next week, so we need the three to put the pressure on. If we've got that, then who knows? Maybe one of them slips up. But the next week, you know, they're you know Chelsea are playing in the FA Cup, as you as you said, Jay. So we 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 could put three on the board again and catch three more on them. They'll have the game in hand, but they'll have to win it, and that's how things can can, can begin to happen. But we. Any fucking cracks against Arsenal, if we come out of that nil nil one one whatever, and Chelsea go a further two points clear of us, it's just gonna, we're just going to be, you know, we're, the gap's going to become. You, you kind of feel that it's over. You feel, if that's the scenario, Neil, I think if it goes, I, I think I think we're at our limit where we stand at the moment in regards to the gap to to our top four rivals, if you will. I don't think we can allow it at this no. stage to be, you know. It's fine where it sits. If they win and we win, that's fine. But if it, if it lengthens in any way for me at this I point, think we're it's gone. Then. But it's t- I think Dave's talking there about the number of games left. Uh, it's nine, so there's 27 points. And I'm looking at that, and I think we, you know, I think as he said, I think we need 21 or 23 points. I think 23 to guarantee it. I 21 think- points is Chelsea dropping plus nine points. If no, hold on. If we get 21, we finish on 67. They're currently on 51. Six, they, they, I, th- I think they can pick up the 18 points off, off nine games. That's two points a game. They're going mm-hmm. unbeaten. So, I mean, you're looking at having... And then that's at the very limits. You need seven wins then out of nine. We've got, we got an aim 25 as a target. 
because yeah. then that's that's allowing you one draw. That's exactly. That's, so that's, that's, got, that's it, how you'll get it, but that's the, that's the target we've got to aim for. So that's what we're looking at. I mean, it's not. It's we can't afford a draw here, or, or not getting the result there. We can't oh, afford a draw at Arsenal on the weekend. That's no. what we can't. But, but see, at the same time, I think it's what it's what you were saying, Dave, as well. It's it is about momentum here, and it's about putting them under pressure. And we could we could maybe get twenty four points, right? But if we lose the first game at Arsenal, that might not yep. be enough. Yep. Yep. It, you lose that get, game, is dead. You see, we've you no head of We've no head of steam already. Whereas if, so you lose game, a, if you lose the, if you lose a sixth game, maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe this if you lose a sixth game, maybe it has less of an effect on you if you lose the first game, even if you get yeah, because the maybe other eight wins. Lost, maybe they've lost yeah. to Fulham along the way because you put five back to back wins on the board mm-hmm. and they're exactly you know. Our exactly. fifth game is United and should all be in well, which we hope it is, is in the middle of the Champions League semi finals. Which, as I said before, and, and that's it, the one you're Chelsea looking at the draw. That's the one you're looking because historically it's it's a draw. Yeah, and if Chelsea get there, they go to City that weekend. For the whole, I think they go to City. I can't remember, but we we have United Day. No, they are host City because obviously we're going to United. Sorry, um, but if you were to mark a game down that you'd say right, we're willing to sacrifice a draw, then that that's the one because. You know, well being where we could be in a Champions League semi final, where then you're thinking, well, where are you putting your eggs? Because you've got potentially Chelsea in that over two two games over a week, and then you just say, well, we'll do, we'll just take the draw at Old Trafford and we'll deal with the league after that. Because the league run after that is Southampton, West Brom, Burnley, Palace. One would imagine those four teams will have absolutely nothing to play for, and if we got the bit between our teeth and something to play for, then. You'd imagine the way we have been over the past few years, and you've touched on the mentality and being the hunting team. We we should have enough about us to to do the business in them four games. I think the two topics we've talked about tonight are, are probably connected in a way that oh, the Champions League, yeah, the champ the Champions League can give us. You know, you, you go away to Madrid and you come away with the result, and if it isn't that Phillips and Quebec playing at the back which we expect it to be, then maybe everybody just takes a look around the changing room and goes, do you know what? We have a chance here. We have the ability to go but, and do but this. Dave, th- th- this isn't about this season. We, you know, we're looking at, we need, we need yeah, to be yeah, in the top the players, to be champ- this season. Yeah, do I know, players, but, but, but the, our, our perspective here, you know, we've, we've gone through the, the, the two topics and both of them are, are our route back to that particular competition, the Champions League next season. And um, we know that without it, we're in deep, deep shit. Yeah, I I get that from the outside looking in, but that this is a weird one because actually it, that doesn't really matter because it's the guys in the changing room that can go out and make the difference on the pitch, and they're not thinking about that. They're thinking about I don't want to be having to go and play some r- random team in Lithuania in a group game of the Europa League next season. That's not what I want to be doing. I want to be going and playing in the Champions League. So, you know, both, you know, the end game's the same, but it's for different reasons. But we can talk about that all we want, and you're 100% right. It makes a massive difference revenue-wise, the ability to attract players, the ability to renew contracts, which players potentially become unsettled and, and irritated, never mind the additional stress of those ridiculous additional games you play in the Europa League so um, and 
I just don't want I just don't want people giving me shit for my team playing on a Thursday night. That's another thing that's underrated here. I don't want people sending me clips of the Europa League music and me after like forty five seconds still not understanding what this music is because I've never heard it before or don't even remember what it sounds like because it's just so meh like the competition. It's terribly cliched, but you're only as good as your last game and the next game is the most important and that's the only way we can approach the rest of the season. Never mind. I, as you say, you, you can't worry about the summer because we just need to get what's in front of us. And I think that'll be the mentality of the players that we've been through such a bad time this season off the field, obviously with what's going on in the world and on the field with, with the players we've lost. But we might have to just create the siege mentality and just think we've just got to get the next game, just the next game and just keep going like that. And we have seen in the past that we can and probably will put a run together because we, we cannot be this bad for the best of the season. There was shine and light there before we went on this break with Leipzig and Wolves that we ground out a really hard result in what was really tough circumstances in the last 15, 20 minutes, given the injury to Patricio. And we managed to just get ourselves through that game. And that's got to be something that Klopp and the, the management team are just instilling into the lads that we got through that and we've just got to build and go. And that, that it's it's really cliche, but we've just got to go game by game. Well, I'm with you. Well, listen, lads, we'll, we'll leave it there. We'll, as I say, we could talk about this all night, uh, the what's and the ifs, but we're back to it again at the weekend, so all shall be revealed. Listen, thanks for joining us as always, guys. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Chief has been an age. Hopefully it will not be as, as long again before we speak again. But uh, just one last thanks to the listener for tuning in to us and back to uh, football the weekend. So until then, up our heads. <laughs>